change like the wind like water like skin change like the sky like the leaves like a butterfly would you live forever Everything around passes Would you smile forever and never cry? Welcome everyone, this is another episode of That Record Got Me High, I'm your host Rob Elba, wonderful having you all here, I hope, I hope everyone's doing good on this weekend, this, this always, it's not actually a weekend, but this always comes out on a Saturday, so it is your weekend <laughs> when you're listening to it, and I have two guests, they're together, they're in freezing cold Boston, but luckily they're indoors, so they're okay, they're indoors, they got <laughs> yeah. their, it looks like they had nice cups of warm coffee with them uh their sixth album new alchemy is out now on wild sometimes records i'd like to welcome chris o'rourke and rachel mcnally two-thirds of sleepyhead welcome to the show thank you thank you how'd i do that was pretty good right awesome <laughs> i did i did my homework and uh sleepyhead <laughs> You could go to sleepyheadrockband.com, that's their website, or you could also go to sleepyheadrockband.bandcamp.com, right? Yep, those yeah. are both great. Yeah, and I went to Bandcamp and I and I downloaded, I got your latest release, New Alchemy, and I've been listening to it today. It's been so long since so And not, not, not unlike, not that far removed from what you brought to, to talk about, right? Wouldn't you, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I'd say maybe. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not like you guys are a, a death metal band and we're talking about this band. Right, now. Exactly. It's not yeah. like that. So, <laughs> all right. So go ahead. Let's, uh, let me know what's the band and what's the album that we're talking about. Today. The band is Big Thief and the album title is A Mouthful, Dragon New Warm Mountain, I Believe in You. Yeah. <laughs> After a bunch of short album titles, they went for a long month. They did. And this, I yeah. mean, I had never, I was just telling you beforehand that I had never heard this band, but it's their fifth album already, right? Their yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they originally, uh, well, now they're on 4AD, right? Yeah. And this is a, a double album. And I, I feel like a lot of bands released double albums recently and would you agree that it's partially it's part of the uh, pandemic because of the pandemic probably right that, that I, this is I, would, I would guess so I, I read somewhere that they recorded like 40 songs and ended up with 20 which is kind of I amazing for 20 I mean double albums are obviously a very bold thing to do it's I think from you know the argument people would make is a lot of them would have been better if you could have weeded some stuff out but i think there are some classic double albums that you would not really want to miss anything oh yeah 
And I feel like this is one of those. Like yeah. I, I never, I don't hear a song that I'm like, they should have left this off. The album would have been better. Yeah, that's true. I agree. And and I did tell you, I asked you because it's there's 20 songs and to play clips of all 20 songs would be a lot. So I asked you to hone it down to 12. And you yeah. said, and, and yeah, you said, uh, yeah, this, that's kind of tough to do. And then listening to the whole album, there is because there's a couple songs I go, oh, wow. I wonder why they didn't pick that song because that song's really good. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I think when I was doing that, I was kind of thinking of like the songs I left out were songs that maybe they were great songs but maybe other like you could imagine another band writing a song like that where i feel like some of big beat songs it's hard to imagine any other band coming up with something like that they're kind of quirky in some ways so yeah um, yeah there's uh, and all right so the first thing i wanted to ask you because originally uh the uh the other member of the band uh, Derek was going to be in on this too, right? So yep. he's a fan. I'm assuming he's he's a fan of this uh, of this album as well, right? He is definitely. He, he I think he's just not as obsessed with it as I am, but right. he is. He's definitely a fan of it. Well, that's how I was going to ask you. Did, is this something that one of you that like you sort of thrust on the other two and 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 forced them to listen to it and and now they love it? Or did you guys have were like all of you fans of this band before this? I think I think you've na- you've yeah, nailed you it. Kind of Chris it. Chris definitely was the engine of sharing, and then we've gone down the road and right. And we, we've only seen I, them once. Though. Yeah, but 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 not. But it I was mean, the it was most amazing yeah. show. Ah, oh, it was so good. I I think for me the the for, like the for, the UFO app from 2019 was the first one I really was like. I mean, I read a lot of reviews of Capacity from a couple years before, and I love that one. But UFOF was the one that got me like really into them. And then Two Hands, which I guess came from a similar set of recording sessions. And, you know, they're, they're an interesting band. Um, like our son, who has just turned 21, loves them and has seen them a bunch of times. And uh, he, he may have actually also kind of like, I might have connected with him about it talking with him about it so i i really yeah i really like them they're one of, i think they're one of my favorite bands of all time and that's you know they're up there with some uh, probably some pretty legendary bands so yeah i mean it, it's really good and it is i could see younger people liking it because there yeah. is a kind of hipster alt quality to it which isn't bad i don't mean to make that sound yeah, yeah. negative but there is that but um, mainly, but I mean the songs, and and basically they're written by Adrian Linker, right? Adrian yeah. Linker. Um, yeah. That, yeah. And and they're just like really great. But then the band fleshes these songs out, and there's just such so, such interesting instrumentation going on, and it's very different. Like when I first started listening, I said, oh, okay, they're an uh, they're a country band. They're kind of like an all country, and then it shifts yep. gears, and it keeps shifting gears. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and interesting. So it's produced by their drummer, right, James uh, Kripchenia. Yeah. And, yeah. and I guess it was his idea that they recorded it in different places, right? Like four different yep. studios over time. Yeah, he, and he's, he's a great drummer. I don't know if he's produced any other music, but that, but he, I feel like he sure did a really great job with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the band obviously must trust him a lot, which I think is important when you're working with a producer, so... Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Because uh, you know, as as we go through it and listen to it, yeah, there's so many 
different things going on. But at the end of the day, you've got uh, Adrian, her songs. They're very, I don't know, in, it, it's weird because in a way they sound uh, personal, very personal to her, but also in a way they could be read a lot of different ways, I, I feel like. Totally. That, that's one of the things I really like about her lyrics is, is also kind of jump back and forth. Like there's this really, there might be like a super poignant line and then there's like a line that's sort of like almost psychedelic and like, like what is she talking about? So uh, yeah, I think she's a really great lyricist. Yeah. And, and, and there's also uh, some really quirky, funny parts that are really, uh, you know, that are nice that get thrown in. So the, I appreciate that because I always appreciate bands that don't take themselves seriously, like too seriously, you know, and this yeah, exactly. And I could tell the risk, this is, yeah. That. Yeah. And I think that's probably a risk with them in a way like they're like, their, some of their music is incredibly intense. Like when we saw them live, it was intense. They were like, they were they like were in, in some zone. kind of zone. They were <laughs> right, levitating. Right. But uh, they do have those funny moments like the that's my grandma line, you know? And, and Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> that's <you> know, great. <laughs> I love <it's> that. <laughs> and when you watch like videos of them playing like in, like in a little room or something, like they did some TV shows and stuff like that they they look like they're really having fun too like they're mm-hmm. really appreciating the music they're making so i think there's some lightness that comes from that too right that they can, they can be heavy at times but balance it out yeah yeah and um and and yeah it, it's great uh, the fact that they uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of change in their music and and uh, there's a lot of transitioning into genres but it none of it sounds forced like they're trying to sound like this or like that yeah it's just right. it sounds like they kind of go wherever the song's going to bring them you know for that particular yep. song yeah, which definitely. is cool and uh, yep. it's a good that's a good way to bring us i think into the first song change because that's kind of yep. like it's about this song it's about transition right and change and right. how about it's inevitable yeah. And uh, yeah, I was reading that she wrote this in their, like they were at this studio called Studio in the Clouds, which sounds really cool. It's like this, like a recording studio uh, in uh, Colorado that's like, you know, remote, you know, real remote. And uh, yeah, I guess she wrote it and then the drummer James uh, started playing with her and then within the next hour they recorded, they actually recorded it, which is really cool. That's that's the best when that happens. Right. Yeah, when we saw them live, they opened with this song. Oh, nice. They, they must have, like, at some point been like, all right, this has to be the first song. You know, like, Changes is the first song on David Bowie album, Hunky Dory. So if you have a song called Change, it's a pretty universal theme song. Kind of got us start off with it, I think. That's good. I like it. All right, let's listen to a little bit of Change. Die. 
sounds you know just that even if i didn't read that they had just written it and, and then they'd record it right away it kind of has that feel right yeah definitely yeah. i mean i think there's only i think it's the same three chords the whole song and it's also like almost five minutes long but it doesn't seem like it's right. that long. yeah agreed i actually let it go normally my clips are a little shorter but i just kind of let this clip go a little long because it is it yeah. kind of builds very slowly takes their time and i love how they recorded her vocal which isn't isn't like that on the whole album it's all different but for this one it's like right up in your face it sounds like there's nothing put on it you know no effects at all and it's just uh yeah it's really good i know and it has these like sort of universal themes but then they like like even that like change like the wind like the water is kind of cliche but then the next line is like skin and then you're like what like skin yeah exactly <laughs> but it's yeah cool. right then the same thing happens with the death like space the deep sea but then the next word is like a suitcase which is another like grounding metaphor i guess and then it like is as beautiful as all the first lyrics are is then when it gets towards the end it's the could i feel happy for you when i hear you talk with her like we used to that like that's just this poignant thing that makes it, it suddenly the song is like about something more specific yes right feeling of like can you can you not be jealous of someone who's now with someone else that you still want to be friends with i don't i don't know exactly what's happening there but that's really poignant kind yeah. of heart-wrenching yeah, there is a lot of bittersweet moments throughout the whole uh, record. And uh, yeah, like I was saying before, yes. some of it sounds very personal and some of it does universal. For your uh, for your band, for Sleepy, how does it work? Uh, is there one lyricist or do you guys uh, all write songs or how does it work? Yeah, it's, it, it's kind of interesting. I So there's a new twist in that <laughs> Derek is for the first, you know, he, he actually joined the band in like, 2004 but the, the yeah the band existed for a long time before that when we were you know in the 90s when we were touring a lot but Derek actually writes songs and the, there are actually two songs on the record that he wrote and that he sings and he and he so that's like a very new part of things ah, for us letting the bass I, really I don't know guys letting the bass player write songs and sing the, I know <laughs> slippery slope so, you're going down a slippery yeah, slope and, there <laughs> yeah and actually you know the funniest thing so we, we have a show on Saturday in Boston and we actually found a bass player to play bass because Derek is now playing so much guitar and keyboards and he sings a lot he, you know he sings a lot right, of harmony vocals oh, okay. so, it, so you gotta have it's an been it's been like kind of a <laughs> In, in the record we made, it's really we can't pull these songs off with three people anymore. Right, so right. this guy Ani's playing bass with us, and yeah, I, I, you know, it's it's awesome. He's 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 kind of just filling in. He's a great bass player, 
and Derek's got this new guitar and he's super into it. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's been fun. But other, other than that, I write the lyrics and most of the other songs yeah. with a lot of help from Rachel, which she and I are married. And another new thing with this record is Rachel sings a lot more than she does on any other records live. She's been singing a lot for many years, oh, but nice. she, Rachel sings five songs on the record. I sing five and Derek sings two. And I wouldn't be surprised if on our next record, which we're already writing songs for, it's even more of a balance with Derek singing a little bit more. But to, to me, I, like a lot of bands I love have multiple singers, like My Bloody Valentine, Super Mac, Yola Tango. I, I lo- like to hear different voices. Yeah, but, yeah. But I, I do write, when I write a song like I, I have is in mind, is Rachel going to sing this or am I going to sing it? Okay, kind of from nice. the beginning, pretty much. So like, we've got a couple new songs, Rachel's singing, going to sing it. So did did you notice on this next one, time escaping? I read because a lot of uh, when you read the instrumentation, they say uh, prepared acoustics. Did you read anything yeah. about that? No, I didn't, but I can kind of hear it. I was wondering what that sort of weird sound was. Yeah, and it's I, funny. It sounds uh, fancy prepared acoustic, but when I read, it, it's just they take these little like whatever business cards and stuff they had in their wallets and they yeah. shove it under the strings in the acoustic to make it to sort of deaden the string so it, it changes the distance between the strings and the frets and gives it that attack like that percussive sound uh, yeah. I just thought that was yeah. really cool yeah. but I love that I love when bands just sort of experiment with lo-fi stuff like that right in the studio yeah um, and yeah and then they just like from that like really beautiful simple three chord song they kind of second song's kind of like a crazy like even what you're describing, like a much more experimental sound. Oh yeah, when song. it starts out at first, I didn't know, I didn't know what was going on, and then yeah. it finally gets in the groove. But it's really, yeah, it's great though. Let's listen to a little bit of time escaping. Yeah. she's singing about here but they're really yeah, it's a good, cool lyrics yeah and it, and it's like when you get to that chorus it's like the, the, the rhythm of the song continues but then she starts stretching out the, the vocals yeah. in a different cadence like it doesn't match up with the beginnings of the measures right which just sounds so suddenly this weird syncopated song has this beautiful smoothed out thing yeah, even though the syncopated totally. stuff still going on beneath it 
it's such a great effect. It is. And it makes the song sound less like I, I was like what you were saying before, like when I first time I listened to the record and heard like listened to change, which I had heard before. Um, and then that then this song comes on and it's like, oh, my gosh, what a bizarre beginning to a song. But then by the time it it doesn't sound that weird and then speaking of crazy bonkers this next song spud yeah. infinity this is uh, one, so yeah. love it. <laughs> i know i do lo- love it because it's a weird song but the lyrics are just so great there's there's so much uh there's so much to talk about in the lyric i was oh actually this was, when we saw them in it was in april in boston at this new club roadrunner which is a big giant club that has a really great sound system yeah they ended with this song and adrian Lanker's brother who i think plays the jaws harp on the recording came out and played that with them and it was a really great ending song it was just very lively and fun yeah i was just it's funny i was listening to it my daughter's visiting my uh older daughter Corey's in town and i was in the car and i was playing this and then this song was on and she said did they just say a garlic bread did they mention garlic bread in- <laughs> they, they, did they, and then they mentioned a potato kinnish oh that's the yeah that we gotta we have to talk a little more about that but let's listen to spud <laughs> infinity It's like the first three songs, it could be by three different bands, you know? Definitely. <laughs> Which is really cool. Yeah, I love when I say hard, I mean finish. The last one there is a potato kinnish. And I love how yeah. she pronounces kinnish so it rhymes with finish. Exactly. <laughs> That's really great. It is good. Yeah, once again, I don't know really what's going on there. Although it is, it, the lyrics are are charming in this one because kiss the one you are right now, kiss your body up and down other than your elbows because as for your elbows, they're on their own. Wandering yeah, like... Yeah, because you can't kiss them. You can't, you can't, can't kiss them. your elbow, but wandering like a rolling stone, rubbing up against the edges of experience. I, I feel like also she's singing beyond that. You know, it's just sort of like, are you just your body, yourself and your body, or are you part of this, you know, greater thing? Uh, so yeah. I, I feel there's a lot of existential shit going on here. Yeah, totally. Yeah. We're like the earth is one particular, one peculiar organism. Aren't we all together? Yeah. 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 
All right, so you did, yeah, you like the first, uh, the whole beginning of the of the record's really good, so you did pick the first four songs, and this next one's Certainty. I guess it's the only one where anyone else gets a co-write, uh, the guitar player, uh, Buck Meek. Yeah, yeah, it's so funny. I, I, I Like, he his solo record is incredible. Oh, really? It, it, it's so good, and he he is such a good songwriter. It's, it's amazing, like, that he, I mean, I'm, I know he adds a lot to these songs, but he is in his own right is a great songwriter. Yeah. Well, he, that's kind of cool in a way though. Sometimes it's better, you know, he gets his songs and his stuff out in his own thing, but yeah. they, they probably all recognize, Oh, she's a really great songwriter. So let's just yep. service, play service to her songs in this band, which is what they do. Right. Totally. And yeah. he's an outrageously good guitar player. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So many different, uh, styles and different things he's doing and, and not traditional guitar player stuff either. Right. Like a really out there. Um, yeah. Good stuff. All right. Let's listen to this one. It's called certainty. Yeah. pretty song and i and i like the lyrics but i can't decipher what what she's actually singing yeah, about. I, wish it, I, could, I, did, but I, can't. I did write a note to my stream of consciousness question mark right right but, <laughs> but the song is very straightforward though like it, it, it's like a very classic folk arrangement you know right chord, chord wise and everything and melodically especially compared to the previous two songs it's so it's just this beautiful thing, but it's got this twist to it of these like elusive lyrics, I think. Yes, <laughs> that's a very good way to describe them. Elusive. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right. So you didn't pick the uh, title track, Dragon New Warm Mountain, I Believe in You. And uh, and then Sparrow, which is also a really pretty song. I was listening to that earlier. And that is pretty. That, that is beautiful. I do like it. Little Things. The next one we're going to play a little love is Little Things. And this is a really, oh, this is a really great song. And I have, I, I, to me, I, listen to it, it, it had a real Kate Bush vibe uh, for me. Yeah, definitely. I hear that. This was the first song I think they released. So I heard this song a long time before the album came out. 
And then they released a few more songs, but I decided at that point, I think I, I didn't really listen to them. I wanted to just wait for the album. Right, right. But th- this song is is amazing. It, it's just got this the drone that goes all the way through it. Yes, right, right. It, it's not boring. It's not like a minimalist song, really. It's just, it, it, it just hangs on that drone. And it, it just changes so much from part to part without really changing very much. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's really good. Let's listen to a little bit of Little Thing. vibe out of this and this the lyrics are pretty straightforward to me it's about being obsessed with someone all right or yeah. infatuated uh, with someone yeah yeah i think so and then i wonder if there's like like the strung out line and then the, the seeing out that needle eye line if there's like is that a drug reference or i'm not sure oh uh, okay okay yeah because there's some dark there's a little d- darkness in this one I, I see you in the yard drinking a beer Leaving yeah. me undressed like some cheap classic movie. Maybe I'm a little obsessed. Maybe you do use me. So yeah, gets a little dark in this one. As a whole, the the album isn't dark at all, really, right? I don't think so. Yeah, but uh, this this there is some and the uh, guitar playing. There's just some really great guitar playing throughout. Especially, I'll play a little underneath because in the outro, uh, the guitar comes in and it's really it's really good. Um, all right, so we skip heavy band. We're gonna skip, but the next one we're gonna listen to is Flower of Blood. Yeah, great. If we listen to this one, it's got a totally different feel because the way they recorded the vocals and everything is just the sound of it is completely different than, you know, when it's the record starts out, it sounds so close and intimate. And this one sounds like it was recorded in some kind of giant, you know, room. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Let's listen to a little bit of Flower of
Yeah, so this this is the first song where, because when I saw they were on 4AD, I guess they were originally on, what was the label they were on before that? I think Saddle Creek. Yeah. Saddle Creek Records, which made more sense at first, but for, this is a song, this song sounds like a band that would be on 4AD to me, you know? Yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, it's got a, quite a vibe to it, this song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, expansive, very expansive sounding. And uh, yeah. yeah, he's just, he's a really good drummer and he's very good at, at uh, creating a mood would not, a traditional, you know, it's not just a, a traditional and even the way he records his drums is so different from song to song. Yeah, yeah, it adds a lot. It, it Yeah, it definitely, it adds a lot without sticking out in a bad way. That's the thing that's hard to do. Right. So you you said you two you've seen them once just so far, right? Just mm-hmm. once, yeah. Okay. I wouldn't miss them again though. Yeah. If they came again. Have yeah. they toured for for this yet? Like, have you seen them touring for this? This record? was for this. Yeah. This oh, was it was eight. okay. Yeah, because I would really, I would, I would want to go see them for. <laughs> yeah, it's a great show. They're great. They put everything into it. It's really it's wonderful. Right. Well, you guys, they're close. They're New York, right? Aren't they? They're a New York band. Yeah. Why don't yeah. you guys open? Can't you guys open for them? Can we make this happen? <laughs> <I don't laughs> that would be great. Right. You never I'll, know. Try and, I'll, I'll call some people I know. I'll try and make okay, it. Okay, do it. <laughs> All right, so awesome. uh, the next one we're going to talk about, Red Moon. Definitely more traditional uh, country-sounding one, right? With some yeah. fiddle, uh, fiddle playing and backup vocals from Matt Davidson on this one. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that, but yeah. Yep, it's uh, it's got the that's my grandma line. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's so that I I love it. That just floored me when I heard that. All right, there's a really good video of them playing this song, like sit, just sitting around. Oh, really? It. Nice. All right, let's listen to a little bit of Red Moon. I feel like some bands, if they they try and pull off something with a fiddle player, it's gonna sound hokey. But it this d- doesn't yep. sound hokey to me. It sounds authentic, very authentic. Yeah, and I, I also a part of it is just it's recorded well, and it just doesn't sound like a hokey country fiddle sound. Right, right. With kind of a nice fat sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 there's definitely some grit in there, which which yeah, it needs yeah. for the song. Yeah, and just what open the yeah. screen door, talking with Diane Lee. That's my grandma. <laughs> I love yeah. that so much. They didn't play that when we saw them, but I asked our son if he saw them play it, and he said everyone in the place yelled out that that's my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how would you not? Which yeah, you kind of have to. 
So I was going to ask you, as far as a double being a double album, so you were already a fan, so you, so you knew you get this, you you know you're going to listen to it because it's just the thing is with the double album, you got to really live with it for a bit, right? I mean, because you got to mm-hmm. absorb. It's like too much to absorb in 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 it one is. session. It's one session, definitely. Really yeah, so that that's hard. Someone recently brought another uh, double album, and it was great. But and and that's the thing, you listen to it, and then I realize, oh fuck, this is good. This means I'm going to have to like listen to it a lot. You know, if it's if, if it's bad, you don't like yeah. it, you say, oh. Forget I'm not going to listen to this, but yeah, it's almost no, like, yeah. No, it is. It's, <laughs> and it is a, a record that like rewards just sitting there and listening to it. So, but, but I think you can listen to it in parts, you know, you can listen to it and pick it up later. Yeah. Well, um, uh, yeah, that's it. That's the thing. That's what I ended up having to do because I'm in the car, you know, I'm getting in and out. So I'm getting different parts of it. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I I think that's true, and I, that's why I think it's fair that we made the little playlist here because you know what are you going to do? But I would definitely yeah. recommend. <laughs> oh, and also something really good that I noticed, which is great, is they're on. Ba- this is on Bandcamp, so you can actually. I went on Bandcamp and purchased it as opposed to going yeah. to Amazon or something. So that's great. Yeah, yeah. I actually did. I actually bought the vinyl on Bandcamp, so I have it on vinyl. It sold all the vinyl. All the other things are all sold out, which is great too. The that's only thing crazy. you can get is the digital stream now of it. So that's pretty. Yeah, awesome. I bet. I bet four AD will. Make Managed to get that request at some point. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, probably. But that's that's always great to me when I see that, and it's like I never heard of these guys, but obviously, uh, oh, great! Obviously, yeah. they're pretty popular. <laughs> they yeah. sold out of their record, so that's great. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So, Dried Roses is one that we skipped. That 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 was one that I really liked that song. I like that song. But the next one, No Reason, is a oh, I love this song. It's a really pretty so song. Good. Yeah, and it's this like one, a, it just kind of you know kind of. You know, getting is a little bit later in the album, and then it's like, wow, this is just a beautiful song. This is the 13th song on the album, and it's this good. I mean, yeah, a lot right. Of it, yeah, exactly. Yeah, this right is up in the top. Yeah. Yeah, it's like one of my favorites, and it's about the fleetingness of, of life, I think. Uh, yeah. that, but it's just got this chorus that, you know, uh, sometimes these choruses, they sound like they've always been there, you know, like they've always yeah. existed. And this has one of those yeah. choruses, like, I feel like. Let's just do a little yeah. bit of No Reason. just kind of falls in it just kind of falls into the chorus you know yeah and the flute sounds so good and also not cheesy somehow and i right, think again right, right. 
well recorded and also not too loud, but it's beautiful. Yeah, you're right. It's a fine line doing stuff like this, right? Because it can yeah. come off uh, a little too earnest, uh, you know, but this doesn't. Yeah. It's, it all ends up being very charming. Uh, I love uh, like a feeling like a flash, like a fallen eyelash on your sweater, threading future through the past. That's really nice lines there, you know? Yeah, gorgeous. I couldn't sing a line like that and, and sell it, though. You know? <laughs> I think this is one of the more beautiful songs on the record. Just so gorgeous. I agree. I agree. Um, all right, so we skipped a couple, and then uh, we get uh, you wanted to highlight Twelve Thousand Lines, which is like a really delicate song. And this is another one that has that very bittersweet feel to it. I think. I yeah. Think, right. I think it's about regret, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and it's got some really nice vocals. Uh, I guess this is Adrian and Buck uh, singing. It is the harmony. Buck makes harmonies. Yeah, and they're kind of they're kind of louder than they are. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Perfect it's, for it. Yeah. Very effective. Yeah. Let's listen to a little bit of Twelve Thousand Lines. just the fact that they recorded it so well but it really does sound like they're all just playing in the same room which is obviously what you're going for for something like this right? yeah i think they they i think it's quite possible that they were yeah because it really sounds like that and it sounds like they're both singing in the mic would you now when you record how do um do you guys try and do that like do you guys play together i know sometimes the thing is sometimes it's just hard like you can't do it yeah, yeah you know? we we get the basic tracks together but not the singing. We definitely do the singing. With I like guess that. with an exception on the, our new record, the song Tony the Drunk is a Thief, mm, we did true. do kind of a, it's a little bit like this, like the, it was kind of a different kind of drum set. Oh, set nice. Up the... That's what, you know what? That song stuck out at me for sure. I really like that <laughs> yeah. song. And I was going to, I was going to ask you guys if it was about someone real. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, there's a really good story behind that. All right. Well, but we'll not say. That's the one we know. So the song is fictional, but based on a real Tony. Of course, so- it has to be. Yeah, that's great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that does have that feel. But um, yeah, I mean, that that's always what you're striving for, right? Because that's the best. You always, you're a band and you feel like you're at your best when you're all just playing together, right? Right. Yeah, we normally do like do the lead vocals later than 
like a different day, but that one, our producer was like, why don't you just try them? Yeah. And I did them. And then, you know, I, we did them again another day, but they weren't ever as good as that right. day. So we did use them from the original recording. That's day. it. I, I wish like, I don't record. I don't do it. I used to, you know, I used to play in bands record and I always hated recording, but I always wish I was more brave about doing that. Cause I feel like there's some bravery involved with just doing that and just going for it and yeah. saying, you're going to do it all. Yeah. And you know, but uh, yeah, I think we've gotten to the place at this point where we were willing to try anything. So right. <laughs> that's yeah. good that's good yeah all right so this song simulation swarm did you mm-hmm. did you read about what she said the song was inspired by i, I actually did not no okay this is bonkers now well this is crazy this is bonkers because uh she says the song was inspired by a series of intense experiences including her four-day hospitalization in Brooklyn uh, in May 2020 when she says her her body broke just broke down after constant touring, seven years of constant touring. All right, that, a breakup, and an early childhood, which was spent in a mid some kind of Midwestern separatist community that, that was kind of like a huh? cult, religious cult, and yeah. her continued thinking about her biological brother, Andrew, whom Laker said she has never met. Wow. <laughs> That's, that's a lot of heavy shit to just throw into one song, right? Yes, it is. <laughs> I feel like I could write like an entire album about all that shit, you know? Yeah, <laughs> for she, sure. And she just wow. threw it all into this one uh, really great song. Let's listen to a little bit wow. of Simulation Swarm. <laughs> sound very stream of conscious but i'm sure they're very personal to her like she, she knows yeah, what she's definitely, definitely, yeah. and you know someone else who this song reminded me of a little um and and i'm a fan someone brought the record recently uh, phoebe uh, bridgers yeah yeah she's great uh, yeah. yeah she is great and this kind of you know reminds me a little bit of that same uh vibe yeah yeah style. yeah i hear that now that you say that definitely in the, in the vocals especially and there's something cool i'm gonna play it underneath because it's it's a little later in the song but there's some really stark guitar like electric guitar like in your face electric guitar and i assumed it was the guy but it but it but it's her i, I read and it's her playing guitar mm-hmm. yeah she's she's also a really good guitar player yeah oh okay that's awesome yeah 
understand these people that are so talented. They could play all these different things. I don't know. That really that annoys me sometimes. <laughs> that doesn't bother you guys? <laughs> Wait, what? I said it annoys me when some people are so talented and they could play everything. Oh. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> I find it inspiring. Uh, well, okay, inspiring. I guess you're more. Uh... It's a lot of work, though. It's it's. It... And people use throw the word talented around, but it, it, it's a lot of work. You're, yeah, and you're you have a much better uh, outlook yeah, on yeah. it than I do. I, I could probably I could probably use some therapy or something to work through. Yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, love, love, love. Uh, this one, you know, it's funny because when she writes songs about love, like this is a love song, but it's but it isn't all sweetness and light, right? Nope, definitely not. Yeah, there's some uh, desperation here, like in her voice, yeah, you know, and, and the way she's, yeah, singing about it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, which is awesome. So let's just do a little bit of love, love, yeah. love. When I'm scared to d- die alone, that's when I call you on the phone. I tell you that I need yeah. your love. <laughs> yeah. There's some great guitar playing, really inventive guitar playing uh, throughout this uh, from Meek. And uh, yeah. yeah, it's really good. Like you said, you know what he reminds me of? Uh, Nels Klein a little. Yeah, definitely. Right? Yeah, he also has a great guitar sound. They, they uh, Who knows what they played on the recordings, but they... they use magnetone amps which are really sound awesome i played one in a guitar store once oh okay nice play these callings guitars these like big semi you know like partially hollow or completely hollow i think some of them are that just have that really amazing sort of spacey sound right with that right. amp it's and it's different it's not like your typical it's you know you don't see a lot of bands using that combo right but, right i right. mean both of those things are quite expensive, which is. I, I have a feeling those, those amps are probably really expensive, right? They're they're pretty expensive, and then Collins guitars are too. But they're just great, and they're just sound so good together too. Well, yep. I, I don't in, in this band anyway. They sound amazing. Yep. All right, so the, we're gonna play the final track, uh, "Blue Lightning," which is another kind of uh, a traditional country song, right? Country tune. Yeah, so I think it's kind of a nice way to end the record. I think. I agree. I agree. Yeah, it is nice. Well, we'll talk about it. Let's listen to a little bit of Blue Lightning. One, one, two, one, two. 
So I think she's she's playing around with the a country, the idea of a country lyrics, right? When she's saying, "I, yeah. I, I want to be the shoelace that you tie. I want to be the wrinkle in Very your clever. eye." Yeah. Uh, but then, uh, but then she's got that stinger at the end. She says, "Yeah, I want to live forever until I die." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was brilliant. Yeah, and it's uh, it's great. Yeah, it's really great. And I don't know. I guess I don't know if I'm just really out out of it, out of the loop, or because people keep bringing these uh, these bands to me and I, that I never heard of. And apparently, you know, they're really oh, that's good. the best yeah. thing about music, though. There's I, so that, many people. There's too, many, there's too much now, right? Would you agree with there me that there's too, too many? There's too much music out there now. There's definitely too much, but but the, on the flip, wonderfully too much. On the flip side, <laughs> all right. <laughs> There's music coming out now that's just as good, like when you know, is as there ever has, has been. You know, I like. There is, but there's a, who has time to listen to it all though? Oh, I know <laughs> it's, it's a hard thing. You can't. Yeah. You got. And then sometimes, like, you feel like you got l- lucky. Like you, like you know, I, like even with this band, you know, I read a, I read about them a lot, and you know, I think I read s- something. I read. And I was like, I don't think I would like that, but then I was oh, right. listen to it. Yeah. I kept, right. I kept because you never quite sure but then i finally listened to it i was like oh yeah i really do like this you know <laughs> but then there there's something so subjective about it I mean, like there are i'm not going to say any n- anything negative about anyone but there are records that were really big this year that i listened to and was like i don't really like that that much oh right 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 yeah well so, that happens so, a lot we, like everyone's talking about yeah. something i'll listen to it and i'll go what's the big right thing? we all have our own own things you know yeah, like that, that's for, true. For, for me, good lyrics are important because I think just because I listen to a lot of music to find inspiration for writing songs myself. So these guys have great lyrics and that adds a lot to me. And then just the interesting, the songs are so interesting, but also catchy. And, you know, they, it's just the right balance, I feel like for me. It's pretty commercial. Well, I don't know. I see. I don't know. I'm. I'm wondering that. Is are they like? Would you say it is? I don't. I mean, what does that even mean? I know that's it's, true. It doesn't like, mean. Well, no one listens well, to the radio whenever, anymore. So when we saw mean? them, there were many thousands of people there. So it's oh, definitely that's great. Like, that, that actually yeah. gives me. That makes me feel good and gives me hope that it, someone it because was, it was yeah. sold out. So yes, it was sold out and amazing. Yeah, that is that's great, and that's that that is good. That that gives me hope, and especially younger people also listen to it, which is good. It's Yes, it's not just old farts listening to it. Ages. Three thousand five hundred. So we were pretty good with our guests. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Which yeah, is that's good. a big club. And it, it yeah. just you felt like you just felt like you were like right there. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, so let's. Uh, yeah, so for, first of all, really thanks for bringing this. And yeah, when I first saw it, they want they want to talk about Big Thief, Dragon, New Warm Mountain. I believe in you. I said, what the fuck is what the what is this? <laughs> and especially the cover. We didn't talk about the cover, but the cover is very stark, and it you don't it's know what weird. you're getting into by looking at the cover. No, no, it's like someone drew it and was like, okay, there's our cover. Exactly. <laughs> And you're like, really? Is it? I like it. Yeah, it is. I like it too, and I think it kind of fits uh, fits it. But uh, yeah, it's just very eclectic. But it's good. And and uh, your your newest album, like I said, listening to it, I'm I'm very um, I'm very interested because a lot of the songs sound like, especially the the opening. You got Molly Joe, and you got Pam and Eddie, and like you said, and then you have uh, Tony the the drunk as a thief. So are these all real people that you're singing about? So the, it's, it's, it's a good question. So Molly Joe is completely made up, and I do not know where that came from. Oh, okay, Just okay. like popped into my head, and, and yeah. all of a sudden there's this imaginary World person in, 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 in 
it's totally fictional. Pam and Eddie, it, it, they're it, our brother-in-law, Rachel's late sister's husband, who lives in Brooklyn, in the apartment building that they lived, that aunt, our brother-in-law still lives there, and Rachel's sister used to live there before she died, but they lived there for a long time. And in the stairwell, and in their building, this old Brooklyn apartment building. With like marble stairs. Marble stair, someone etched into it, Pam and Eddie, 10, 12, 90, like 1990, true love, like it's yeah, graffiti. Like oh, nice. <laughs> so, so I always was like, that should be, that has to be a song. Yeah, yeah. that's And great. then it's like, are those, so those people are real. It's, yeah. it, it, but I don't know who they are. Yep. We were almost hoping, like, so we made a video and that, in the video, that, that graffiti makes it into the video. My cousin directed it and he, he lives really close to Prospect Park. We were almost wondering if would someone ever see this video and be yes, like, "That's and say, the hey, Pam, or, or call up Pam or Eddie and say, hey, but I think this is true. Just last night, oddly, coincidentally, just last night, someone posted a comment on our YouTube video saying that their parent, I don't know if the person, yeah. who the person is, but that their person's parents were named Pam and Eddie and everyone, and they both had died. Oh. I don't think it's the ones from right, our right, feet. Right. I haven't responded <laughs> yeah. to their to their post yet, but so there are that one. There are some real people, nice. but the song is like imagining who are they, where are they, yeah. right, right? And then Tony the drunk is a thief. Is is an even so that's also completely fictional. But we were driving, so I'll just it's somewhere in New England. We were driving to, to go skiing, which we ski a lot, and and with Derek and some other families and we were actually heading to my uncle's house who has a house in ski country in Vermont. And on the side of a building was this big sign that said, Tony, the drunk is a thief, like an angry person writing oh, nice. about <laughs> angry small town. Scene. So, so then it, he it, is a real person too then. Yeah. You but just then, don't but know the him. story is, is completely fictional and the right. sign is no longer there, which is probably good right right Right. and then that weekend there were not great ski conditions the second day we were gonna ski and so everyone was just kind of hanging out at the house and then chris went off and started writing the song and at a certain point called derek and me in to come up with um harmony vocals and the song was pretty much done basically written there oh nice that's great that's the best way for songs to come yeah Yeah, and it's like kind of got a it's you know it's it's a sort of a limerick the 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 poet like the poetry of the lyrics so it kind of you know kind of wrote itself a little bit but it is another imaginary song inspired by something in the in the real world all right awesome but yeah like i said really really good stuff it sounds great and i saw you recorded it at a q division in boston i know i remember q division in boston (laughs) i lived in boston in the late 80s so yeah it's it's great that studio is great and they're they're changing locations they're in the they're almost they're getting everything wired and everything and they're they only moved like a half a mile from where they were but it's i can't wait to see the new place and get back in there to record john love for the producer who's one of the original q division guys from way back produced the record and we just love working with him he's so good with us and he totally gets it we enjoy hanging out with him and he can push us without making us feel self it's just a good it's a really good vibe with him nice yeah no it sounds really really sounds great and then just yeah. uh, just from me listening to the songs today and it's like oh this is great this is a great song so if you i will say to listeners if you're into big deep i think you will also be into this so definitely go to check it out you can go to 
sleepyheadrockband.bandcamp.com and that's uh, you can get it I would definitely recommend you can check them out and listen to it that's our favorite way for people to get it exactly yeah, <laughs> it that. is streaming everywhere also oh awesome yeah, go ahead and buy it yes. it's not yes. <laughs> alright well thanks again for coming on and tell Derek you know whatever bass player what are the bass player going to have to say um, <laughs> don't forget uh, if you want to follow me everyone on Instagram and Facebook it's at that record got me high also that Facebook group got me high on Twitter it's at TRGMH podcast you can email me at TRGMH33 at gmail.com most important if you want to become a patron of the show I just got a new patron uh, just thanked them and it's awesome so you go to patreon.com forward slash TRGMH and become a patron you know you guys are lucky I Monday I had no voice I lost my voice and I said Man, uh-huh. I hope I get it back from Wednesday but I did kind of get it that's back, pretty so, good yeah. yeah thanks again uh, for coming on this was great I really enjoyed it and I really you enjoyed too. this record thanks everyone for listening we'll see you all next week I'm Rob Elba we're out of here she was working the 8 o'clock shift let me know if you're catching my drift I should have loved her some more I should have told her before Why'd I allow my attentions to drift Tony the drunk is a thief From that there can be no relief So I put up this Caused me a whole world of grief And now I'm all alone He has broken my home Tony the drunk is a thief Tony the drunk is a thief Tony the drunk is a thief